Hello, and welcome to Even Feel, the sports podcast that puts women first. I'm Eileen. And I'm Josie. And much like Nebraska football coach Matt Rule started his signing day press conference, we are going to start off by talking about National Girls and Women in Sports Day. Yeah, so um, we both played sports. We did. As children slash into high school. And beyond in and your beyond. case. <laughs> and in my case, yes, I still I still play hockey. Um, so we felt that you guys probably don't know us very well, and we both play sports that aren't super mainstream. Right. Um, so we're going to talk a little bit about how we got into that um, and the impact it's had on our lives. Um, so if you want to start off, Eileen, talking about hockey. Sure. Okay. So uh, I have a little anecdote for how I got into ball hockey. Oh, <laughs> So when I was eight years old, I was an Irish dancer. And coming back from a competition, my mom took me by my brother's ball hockey practice. So for those of you that don't know, ball hockey is a lot like ice hockey, except you run and it's a little orange ball instead of a puck. Does the ball hurt less than the puck? It hurts a lot less than the puck. It still hurts, but less. Very pro the ball <laughs> Go on. all right we're gonna get you into ball hockey Josie no I don't think that's a good idea <laughs> so yeah so we were there for just it was just practice it wasn't even a game but I was like oh my gosh they're like stick handling around cones that looks fun and mom was like you really like you really want to play this I was like yes <laughs> so there was a trailer a, a lady like working at the rink um with like an equipment trailer and, and uh my mom was like oh like are you still taking signups for the season and she was like, yes. And I said, because I, I guess I was skeptical as a child or something. <laughs> I don't know. I was like, well, I bet you don't let kids my age play. And she was like, oh, no. They, yeah, <laughs> kids your age can play. And I was like, well, I bet girls can't play. And she was like, no, girls can play. <laughs> Sounds like a children's book. <laughs> I know. It's so funny. I feel like I should write a children's book. That'd be funny. Uh, and so my mom was like, do you really want to do this? Like, and I was like, yes. And so she bought the equipment on the spot. And I signed up, played ball hockey that year, and quit Irish dancing that year. And I never looked back. Threw the dresses away. <laughs> Threw the dress. No. I, I was like, you know, a little sad to quit that. But I think I made the right choice because I'm still playing ball hockey to this day. Yes. You have played a multiple, like, versions of hockey multiple versions do you want to talk a little bit about that transition yeah so like the it was like a co-ed like just a co-ed ball hockey league that I played in near my house and at some point you age out so like around 16 you age out of the league and my dad was like well you love hockey this much like if you're gonna keep playing hockey you need to learn how to skate because you got to go to ice hockey and I was like okay but I was like 13 and 13 is really late to learn how to skate yeah. for ice hockey. All these girls have been skating since they were four years old. So that was an uphill battle. I will tell you there were a lot of tears. <laughs> it was challenging. I can see how that would be the case. Like, I grew up ice skating because, like, I'm from Minnesota. It's kind of like mm-hmm. just, you just natural. Learn. You just yeah. learn that at some point. Like, you just do. Were you I that can't... young when you learned, like, four? I don't know if I was four, but. Pretty young. Mm, I might have been about four. Yeah. <laughs> See? Yeah. But I can imagine that that would have been, like, really oh hard. Oh, my gosh. So hard. But I ended up still getting the opportunity to play in high school and college. Um, and so that was really fun. And then after college, uh, 
a couple of friends who used to play ball hockey with me when we were younger, we were playing on a women's ice hockey team. And we're like, man, we really miss ball hockey. Like that was really fun. And it's, it's not a secret. I'm better at running than I am skating. <laughs> so I was like, man, I would love to play that again. And we found out there was like women's tournaments on the East Coast. So we like scrounged up a team. <laughs> we had a spaghetti dinner to raise money so we could get a van to like go out there. Oh it was gosh. like a whole thing. Um, and then they were like, oh my gosh, we didn't know there were women's ball hockey teams in Chicago. And we were like, we didn't know there was a whole like <laughs> group of women that played. And then they told us there was a USA women's ball hockey team that competed. And we were like, oh my gosh. So I tried out for that. And I actually have gotten to go to Switzerland, Czech Republic, and Slovakia competing on the USA women's ball hockey team. So that has been an awesome experience. And I love ball hockey, and it's like, gives me joy. (laughs) Near and dear to your heart. Yes, it is very near and dear to my heart. So who knew, like, eight-year-old Eileen, like, I'll get to travel the world for this. Yeah, exciting. that is pretty exciting. I Please tell us. (laughs) So you didn't, so I feel like Josie could have played ice hockey. There, There was a moment four-year-old Josie could have there's probably a moment um four-year-old Josie also I think roughly around the time was demoted from the peewee baseball team to the t-ball team I was that uncoordinated so I don't think I would have done super well with a hockey stick so you don't really you can't hold like yeah part of that is that like I have terrible eyesight and we didn't know until much later on well Um, that could do it um but I I have never competed internationally, I will okay, say. Okay, all right. Um, we don't have to. Yes. <laughs> it's okay. But um, I will say that I did compete up till high school in both tennis and gymnastics. Okay. Which are not team sports like yours. Right. I mean, no. it's kind of are, but not But it's quite a completely same. different kind of, you're, when you're competing, you're competing kind of on your own. Yeah. With your teammates cheering you on. Yeah. With the exception of like doubles in right. tennis. But yeah. Anyway, um, I have been playing tennis since I don't even know when. It's kind of just like a family thing. My dad plays, my grandpa plays, and Josie played. <laughs> <laughs> my sister played for a bit. My brother never did. Um, I did that all the way through high school. Awesome. State tournament. What do you like about tennis? Tennis? Um, when I was younger, I really liked that you got to be like outside a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, it's faster paced than most people would think about and i uh-huh. i'm kind of like y'all can't see me but i like talk with my hands and like <laughs> yeah. twiddle my fingers i like to be moving mm-hmm. um and you're constantly doing that in tennis like, mm-hmm. so i think part of that is just it and i like being outside mm-hmm. um but there was no indoor courts <laughs> where it was um and during lived, high school and you lived in I lived in Milbank, South Dakota for high school. Okay. Um, so there's no indoor courts. So you cannot play tennis year-round uh, um, unless you, like, travel. Right. Um, and I wasn't willing to do that because the roads are really icy then. Um, so I did gymnastics as well. Okay. Um, but I have been interested in gymnastics since I was really little. Um, kind of similar. Saw my cousin competing. Mm-hmm. Little Josie. Wanted to, be on the, wanted to be on the mats with all of them. And That's why it's important to see yeah, other women Im- play. Yeah, Exactly. Or compete. Or compete, know? yeah. Um, but, yeah, so I've always been interested in that. Um, a friend of mine got me into it in middle school and just kind of took off from there. I will say gymnastics was definitely harder on my body <laughs> than, like, say, tennis was. Right. Um, and that's probably just, like, I was not competing at a high level in tennis. Um, not that I was competing at a super high level for gymnastics. But, but still, gymnastics is quite a, quite a thing. A it's you a can't lot. just, like, 
I'm not saying you can pick up any sport, but you can, like, I could play basketball recreationally and I wouldn't, like, break myself. Yeah. But if I tried to do that with gymnastics, yeah, I'd probably yeah. break my neck. <laughs> I mean, I learned how to do, like, handstands and handsprings and cartwheels and round offs, which are, like, basic gymnastics moves on the grass in my friend's backyard yeah. <laughs> because her dad like either coached gymnastics or was a former gymnast um and I will say it's a lot easier than to do it on it's easier to do it on like the competition floor <laughs> than in a backyard <laughs> All right. um but That's yeah um I guess yeah those are the things I've done I didn't compete collegiately because it just wasn't my thing so I don't have that experience. Um, <laughs> well, but what do you think, or like, why do you think it was important that you played, or what do you think you gained from from just doing those sports? I mean, it definitely like it teaches you discipline. That's for that's for sure. Because you are like you are there in morning practices. You like when everyone's on like Christmas break, for instance, from school. We still had practice uh-huh. for gymnastics. Um, I mean when you're playing tennis in like 95 degree weather outside <laughs> like it's a commitment mm-hmm. um, definitely helped me focus quite a bit um but what about you um well I think like I know it's a little bit different because I played team sports but I think what playing hockey has taught me well definitely like some grit and determination determination for sure because I had to learn how to skate in the middle when everyone else <laughs> had already I cannot, I can't even imagine learning how oh to ice skate right? that was yeah that was an uphill battle a lot of tears it was, uh, but it took but I mean playing through adversity or like you know like staying committed to like I wanted to play hockey so um just playing through adversity um determination for you know reaching your goal and I think hockey is definitely taught me about like grit you know like it's tough sport I'm a defenseman so I block a lot of shots whether it's puck or ball (laughs) one hurts more than the other yes (laughs) um then also I think just like playing a team sport it's 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 nice to have that camaraderie and like you know you always know your teammates have your back or you know um you have theirs and it just kind of like getting along with people and also just seeing the other women and like I feel like seeing them lead and, and being strong it's just like yeah women can do anything yeah I agree um I do want to point out that I thought it was really great for Matt Rule to start off his press conference like that yes um that was excellent stuff I really appreciated how the in-state colleges were posting things on social about it um Creighton said like this game the basketball game is for all the girls in the stands and Nebraska posted this tear jerking oh, montage it was very cute yeah it had some little girls who were saying they were inspired by the nebraska players and it showed some clips of the current nebraska players like signing their jerseys and stuff and then also it, it interviewed some women who are alum who were on some of the first nebraska teams ever and they said they used to play in front of 30 people and I, the little girls were told this and they were amazed they're like what like no way like so now it just shows how it's grown, and I think, yeah, it's just it's really good to celebrate this and the growth, I think, of women's yeah. sports. I would agree. Definitely nice to have just, like, one day set aside to be like, this is so wonderful that it's happening for women. Right. I <laughs> and mean, girls. Cons- considering, well, the, like, you know, usually it's men, men, sports, you know, but it's good to put aside a day and acknowledge the growth and the awesome female athletes that are in the state and all over the world. Yeah, 
definitely. Um, but we should probably turn our attention to the in-state colleges real quick because it's been a hot minute since we have been on a podcast. <laughs> yes. So if you want to talk about Creighton women's basketball. Sure. So Creighton just had a big win against DePaul. Uh, they won 83-74. to Though DePaul had a very short bench. They only had eight players. They've been struggling with that a little bit. Um, yeah, not great. Stinks for them, but uh, good for Creighton, I guess. <laughs> so I put down three-pointers for days because Creighton had a ton of three-pointers, not just from Morgan Molly, though she did have five. Um, Molly led the Jays with 21 points, but threes from everybody. Uh, they had a total of 13 three-pointers. And Rachel Saunders actually had a really good game. She had steals, three-pointers, layups. Uh, she came close to getting a triple-double. She had nine points, nine rebounds, and eight assists. But she had this really good steal where she just she stole it no one. She just did a nice little layup. It was awesome. <laughs> she really had a good game. And, of course, your girl, Lauren Jensen, 19 points. She had a game. Yeah, she usually does. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just... I just can't get over her, like, shot against Iowa. Oh, yes. Last season. It was memorable, it was, wasn't it? <laughs> it was beautiful. Anyway, um, go on. Flannery, uh, Coach Flannery, in the after the game press conference, he said he, he wants tighter defense. Um, he felt like they the Creighton gave DePaul, like, too many chances to catch up. Uh, also, uh, at the end of the game, they kind of were shooting from the perimeter, trying to get threes when, like, he felt like, okay, DePaul's tired and worn out by now with their short bench. Like, we should be driving in the middle. Um, the players said, like, this is a great win. Um, it's going to start, like, we, we need to be more consistent. So hopefully this starts their consistency, um, and they just want to keep it up. So, Yeah, I mean, that would be really helpful for them because they are about to take on St. John's, who is right behind them in the Big East standings. Yep. <laughs> um, so they will definitely be motivated, um, definitely playing a full 40 minutes, which they did against DePaul, but tightening up on defense will definitely go, I think, a long way. Right, yeah. I mean, and if they play, like, and they shoot like they did against DePaul, continue, like, throughout the rest of the season, they're going to be a hard team to beat. They just have to not have some dry spells with the shooting. Especially early on, because I think it throws them off the entire game. Right, right. So they were sinking them right away, and I think that helped them, for sure. For sure. Um, On the Nebraska front, um, two games I want to highlight real quick. They lost to the number 10 Iowa, 80-76. Which is a very close score. It is very close because they rallied from a 17-point deficit to get there. Um, which, like, when you're facing Iowa and maybe particularly Caitlin Clark, yes. that is really good. <laughs> right. No, I honestly think, I almost feel like that's a win. <laughs> uh, it's a win. Just the score. Just not a score. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, so uh, Sam Hybe led the Huskers with 16 points. Uh, Alexis Markowski and Jess Shelley both had double-doubles. Nice. Um, I mean, they held Caitlin Clark to not a triple-double. She was close. She was very close. With, but she didn't get but it. But she didn't get it. But she did have 33 points, 12 rebounds, and 9 assists. So she was she was uh, close there. Um, and then they beat Michigan in kind of the opposite, where they rallied in the second half against uh iowa they kind of fell flat in the second half against michigan state but they held off for the win um they still got a win they still got a win and they started strong and fast in the first half yes they they left for the break with a 40 22 lead and it just kind of drifted away not drifted because they just like they they 
we're letting Michigan State right roll, catch roll back them. up. Yeah. yeah. Um, but Izzy Bourne led with 20 points. Alex Markowski had another double double against them. Sam Hybe also did. Um, but yeah, they take on Northwestern on Monday, um, which will be on BTN at six o'clock. Nice. They should beat them. I would hope so. I would also hope so. <laughs> uh, Big Northwestern currently in the bottom of the Big Ten have only one conference win over Wisconsin. Um, yeah, I obviously they have to play the full forty minutes. Exactly. Yeah. So now they figured out the first half. They just need to <laughs> tighten yes. up the second half. Yeah, I would. I'm. <laughs> don't give Northwestern any any hope. chance <laughs> to win. Not hope, but don't give them any, don't give them any chance to win. Right. Yeah. They they sh- they cannot take their foot off the gas pedal, especially like this point in the season. Both teams have to play consistent, and they like we've seen them both play really well. It's just when they just. Got to do it every game. Yeah, every game and the whole game. Whole game. Definitely the whole game. Um, so that will be crucial because we're getting close to that postseason. Right. Uh, close this out. Want to talk one quick thing about high school sports. Bridgeport, a Class C1 team, has broken into our top 10 ratings. This wow. Week. That's pretty impressive. Yep. Does that happen often? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, it doesn't. Um, it's usually made up of Class A and Class B teams. Mm-hmm. Um. Not to discredit the lower class or anything. It's just, that's just how it always shakes out, it seems. Um, they are the last undefeated team in the state. In the state. Wow. Yep. So I would assume we'd probably see them in the state championships. I would assume that as well. I mean, you can never know what's going to happen in a state tournament. Right. But yeah, they seem like they would be, if you were able to bet on them, which I don't believe you are. <laughs> Uh, they would seem like it'd be a very safe bet for the taking home that title this nice. year. Nice. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, but I think we're going to end it here. So thank you for listening to Even Field. If you're listening to us on Omaha.com, you can find us wherever podcasts are available. Um, until next time, I'm Josie. I'm Eileen. Thanks. Bye.